today on City Cash Chicago. I am all ready to go get my steak tampicana and sit outdoors in their little tiny patio and get a margarita and then I'll probably get a Victoria. I want to go to Delilah's and to have a cheap American beer and a couple of bourbons and to listen to punk rock. As capacities open up, more and more people are moving from takeout to dine-in. So we're checking in on the health of Chicago's restaurant scene, including who's getting that Michelin love? Today is Friday, and it's a golden 30. 30th episode on 30th birthday on April 30th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is City Cash Chicago. First, a little bit of news, y'all. Mayor Lightfoot and Dr. R. Woody held a presser yesterday, and it was more optimistic than I expected. The United Center is reopening for fans of the Hawks and Bulls, even though they only got like 10 more games. Navy Pier is back, and even festivals are allowed to come back, starting with the Windy City Smoke out this July. You still have to social distance and mask up, but it seems summertime shy is almost here. Now, the semester isn't over yet, but hospital grades are in. A hospital watchdog and the feds both released reports this week rating hospital safety. And Illinois was a little above middle of the pack at 17th, but several Chicagoland hospitals received a D. While St. Bernard, the place I was born, received the state's only F. But yeah, they are pushing back. Some good news. Aldermen on the Transportation Committee met yesterday to determine whether or not to rename Outer Lakeshore Drive after John Baptiste DuSable. If you don't know that name, do your history. They did have a call to recess in the middle of discussion because things got a little heated, but ultimately the plan was endorsed and now goes to full council. That's your quick news for Friday, April 30th. Last week, I shared a table with my mother, sister, and brothers for steak and barbecue ribs. It was our first time dining in a restaurant together in over a year. The cornbread at Carson's is amazing. As you heard earlier, the city is rolling back COVID restrictions, and this is welcome news to restaurants which have slowly been reopening. Ashok Selvam is editor at Eater Chicago, and Josh Knoll is a reporter at Chicago Tribune. How y'all doing today? Doing good, doing good. Yeah, doing great. Thanks for uh, having us join you. Let's start at the reopening news. The mayor focused on venues like Navy Pier, uh, but that's certainly going to have effect on the dining scene, I imagine. Uh, Ashok, what does the announcement yesterday mean for restaurants in Chicago? It was increasing the maximum number of people per room in a restaurant or bar from 50 to 100 and keeping uh, that uh, 50% capacity. Uh, that was the major thing. And, you know, the lobbyists, the Restaurant Association, they've been, uh, they've been thinking that the city and state have been going way too slow on this. And, you know, the city counters that, you know, the COVID numbers haven't been as great as the, uh, you know, the lobbyists would, would say. So, you know, you have to find a happy balance. Uh, Josh, are places feeling more confident to start reopening? You know, I've I've gotten to experience a couple restaurants, not many, uh, some dine outdoors. I haven't done any of the igloos. But what are you saying? Are people feeling more confident? And, and do you know some places that are saying, no, nah, despite these announcements, we're going to stay closed a little bit longer, Josh? 
it really truly runs the gamut. There are, I mean, this is just anecdotal from Twitter, but I, I hear from a ton of people who just say, and of course we know Twitter is the intersection of all truths, that, uh, <laughs> who say that they just absolutely will not dine out in a restaurant yet. That is starting to thaw mm. with vaccines, but there are a lot of people who just have no interest in dining indoors. And then there's plenty of people ready to get out there and be back inside. Yeah. You see places that would probably be open at 100% capacity if they could. And there are places that literally still refuse to open for indoor service because they don't think it's safe. Yeah. I mean, a question I've been thinking about, you know, we've watched as restaurants have had to re-envision how they service communities, increasing takeout, you know, providing more take-home opportunities. Do you think that we're going to see that sustained as we move forward, that people are still going to be offering um, these, you know, creative uh, ways for people to interact with their restaurants, Ashok? Well, yeah, they kind of have to because of uh, what Josh alluded to with the unpredictability of what we're going to see with the vaccine and uh, how the you know the variants could mutate. Uh, it was what was it? Nick Conis over at Linea Group said that his group makes twenty five thousand uh, in sales per month for pot pies shipped all across the country. You know, it's it's hard to say no uh, to that potential revenue stream. Takeout takes less labor, and you know the the labor situation right now. Folks are struggling finding people to fill jobs for uh, reasons, which I'm, I'm sure we'll get into in a bit. Uh, I think in New York we have seen a lot of uh, restaurants, upscale restaurants, with chefs that would say, "I would never sell a burger to my clientele. They expect more from me." And then. The pandemic hit, and what are they doing? They are they out here flipping burgers. Exactly. <laughs> you could call it a deconstructed burger if you want to. It's still a burger. And burgers are delicious, by the way. Let's be honest. Exactly. So there's a reluctance to go out because also we've developed totally new habits in dining. And uh, not dining, I should say, in eating. You know, uh, we're doing a lot more cooking. You remember the sourdough trend? Are, are we still doing that? Are we still doing bread? I think people are in the cinnamon rolls right now at the crib. Cinnamon rolls. Oh, cinnamon rolls are good. You know, bring back Cinnabon. Never forget. And, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, it, the habits have changed so much. Let's stay with labor for a second, Ashok. Did you say earlier that restaurants are having a tough time getting employees or getting people to uh, to to help them as capacities are open back up? That Help me through that because that isn't – I'm assuming with the rising unemployment with how many hospitality workers got slammed last year that it would have been quick for folks to refill. There are a couple of narratives that are forming. I, I talked to one restaurant owner on the on the south side and he was saying that he's unable to open his, his patio because he can't find people. The other side of the coin is a lot of uh, folks that were in the industry, they have either left for, you know, real estate is a popular uh, exit. Uh, another are people are just fed up with the low wages and the, the toxic environments that Josh and myself have both reported on. And uh, they, they want higher wages. They want benefits. Benefits are a, a unicorn in the, the service industry. Stick around. We're talking food, of course. Hi. We're not taking ads yet here at City Cash Chicago, but we still want to hear from you. Send us places in the city that you just could not live without. Like this submission from Brendan Morales-Doyle. 
Acai Roll is an amazing mom-and-pop sushi restaurant on Sheridan in Rogers Park. It is consistently amazing and affordable sushi. So, do you have a place like Asahi Roll in your neighborhood? Send it our way. Chicago at citycast.fm. Remember, these aren't ads, so it can't be your business. You can't work there. It just has to be a shout out to a place in the city that you love. By the way, Brendan recommends the avocado torch and the double double rolls. There was also announcements this week about Chicago. You know, it's nothing new for us. We get awards all the time. Restaurants get celebrated all the time. But I'll be honest, I just know them as names. I don't really know anything specific about them. So I know this week we got the Bib Gourmands or a few places did. And then there were updates with the Michelin ratings. Can you tell me a little bit about those? The Michelin Guide every fall historically has awarded stars to restaurants in Chicago and D.C. and New York and California. And so on uh, Thursday, they announced this year's Michelin star recipients. Honestly, it's a little inside baseball. It's a little sort of manufactured, rarefied air. But people care. And, and this, this does help people. You know, Michelin does bring a certain expertise, and they help people sort of navigate a very crowded landscape as you say you know to a lot of people i think these are just names and they and a lot of people can't afford it i say they can afford the tires but not the restaurants exactly. well they need they really need the tires yeah the the, the restaurants are a, are a luxury three restaurants that have opened since michelin last handed out stars which was fall of 2019 got were recognized curtis duffy who's one of the the big celebrated chefs in town and his new place which opened last summer right in the the heat of the pandemic uh he was awarded two stars moody tongue brewing which was really interesting they they partnered with a really celebrated chef named jared wentworth moody tongue got two stars so chicago has the only michelin starred brewery in the country one of only two in the world a uh seafood folk like european seafood driven restaurant called porto got one star it's good for michelin to get their name out there again it's good for the industry it's particularly big with tourists it's big with like business travelers they want to go to these michelin places when they come into town it's you know check check the box kind of thing there's a really interesting story a few years back band of bohemia which has now closed was a restaurant also a brewery uh they were about to go out of business and they talked about this very frankly, that they just were not going to survive. They got a Michelin star back in 2016, and they went from empty to full overnight. I want to know, how do you all feel about getting back out there inside a restaurant? Are you clamoring for it, or is it something that you can wait on, Ashok? I have dined out three or four times since the pandemic. Uh, A couple times, uh, the last three times uh, post-vaccination, I definitely feel more comfortable about it uh, but un- unfortunately some restaurants don't are not taking it seriously I, I went to one restaurant that just opened and I was sat right next to a party uh, within elbow distance and it tainted my view of the experience mm. Josh same question to you you know are are you excited or do you have some hesitations as well how do I put this? I mean, it's an important industry, but it's just not worth the risks that seeing family is more important than sitting in a restaurant. And I felt like I could mitigate the risk. And I've just recently reached full vaccination. Uh, you know, if you can 
believe uh, believe the government, uh, which I do, by the way. Everyone go get your vaccination. <laughs> I'll probably personally embrace eating outdoors pretty vigorously this summer. I'm I'm ready for it. What's that dish that you're looking forward to? You say you're going to be outside. What, what When you look down at your hands, what are you hoping is in your hands the next time you're outside? Can I name names here? Is that... Do your thing. City Cash Chicago. Shout it out. My favorite Mexican place in town <laughs> is uh, Masaya del Sol, which is up in, uh, I guess it's Edgewater up there. Uh, and they've got the best steak tampicana. And uh, I am all ready to go get my steak tampicana and sit outdoors in their little tiny patio and get a margarita. And then I'll probably get a Victoria. I hear you. Uh, Ashok. You know, what is that next meal that you're hoping to dine out with? I couldn't picture it, but today is kind of funny because, uh, you know, this was Michelin Star Day in Chicago, and Porto uh, got a star. And uh, Porto is a Spanish uh, Portuguese seafood spot, and it's a really cute space. Uh, and it, you know, they're doing live cooking. So you get out of there and you're like, you smell like smoke, and it's really interactive with the chef and it's just really fun. And I, I've dined there once, it was before the pandemic. Maybe like the the better answer is I want to go to Delilah's and to have a cheap American beer and a couple <laughs> of bourbons and to listen to punk rock. Maybe that's what I what I want to do the most. That that's it's not a particular dish. It's a, it's an experience. And if that sounds millennial, I apologize. I loved both of your answers. Not only the the visuals that you provided, but also like what you just said in terms of an experience. And the hope is that when we're back out there, that the experience isn't so muddled with the anxiety we feel being in these restaurants, seeing how close people are, having to think about is grabbing a, you know, a, a dish from your favorite restaurant, the difference between being able to see your family and not. Ashuk Selvam is editor at Eater Chicago and Josh Noel is dining reporter at Chicago Tribune. Thank you both so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Before we let you go, we just wanted to give a special shout out to our host, Jacoby. Happy birthday. I'm producer Simona Alisea and Jacoby, I wish you the happiest of birthdays and I hope this is your year to just break out in Chicago. Happy birthday, Jacoby. I'm lead producer Carrie Shepard. Welcome to your 30s. A lot of stuff starts to make more sense in this decade. I'm newsletter writer Sydney Madden and Jacoby, I'm so glad you were born. Happy birthday. Thank you. That was our CityCast Chicago team. I appreciate each and every one of you so very much. I also want to give a shout out to the people who make the music that you get to listen to every single day. That's my boy Sam Trump and the amazing Mark Greenberg. I also got to thank my mother. 30 years ago, she made the choice. Honestly, I had nothing to do with this. And I want to thank you for being here. I'll talk to you on Monday. Peace. Thirty on thirty on thirty. Thirty on thirty on thirty. Thirty on thirty on thirty. Thirty on thirty on thirty.